You are listening to the Might See TV Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Finley, and this is the podcast where we talk about your favorite TV shows of the past and the present. Today, we talk to Yvette and Sergio Quintanar, as well as famed podcaster James Mastro. This week, Yvette Quintanar has selected one of her favorite TV series of all time, My So-Called Life. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Mighty TV. Uh, today, at the beginning of the podcast, you're going to hear something a bit different. Uh, our guest, Yvette Quintanar, was actually uh, joining her first podcast ever. And so the first for the first minute or two, you're going to hear some nervousness, some squealing. Uh, I recommend you just enjoy it, and then we will get into the show. Thanks a lot. Bye. <laughs> Do you think, how's your... <laughs> Look at all those notes. She wouldn't even be able to say any of them. I think she's going to be the real host today. <laughs> okay, so now now let's see how it's picking everything up. Just say a normal, a normal. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, you are the most interesting guest. Do you want me to turn the air on? Let's make it cooler. Wait, is this really? <laughs> <laughs> this is a lie. Oh my god! Oh my god! You're back. <laughs> Screaming. <laughs> 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 All right, let's see how the mic is picking up our voices. Just do a normal hello. Oh my god, hello. Jimmy, can you say hello? Hello. <laughs> okay. Now just say something, say hello. <coughs> Sorry. Hello. 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 Okay, what's your name? Oh my god, this is just a test, right? Okay, Yvette. Your full name? Yeah, I don't want anyone to find me. <laughs> Your name is going to be there. <laughs> I'm going to intro you. Yvette Quintanar. Okay. And uh, how old are you? 37. The okay. same age as Angel Richards. <laughs> All right, louder though. Oh my god, 37. 37. <clears throat> 37. Well, hello there. Uh, we have an exciting show today. Uh, today, we've got some great guests. Uh, so first off, uh, we, have, we have Yvette Quintanar, uh, who is going to be giving her expertise on a little show uh, we like to call My So-Called Life. And she's pretty excited. This is her first podcast that she's ever done. So say hello, Yvette. See, she's absolutely pumped. <laughs> and then we also have uh, we also have her husband here. Hello, uh, Sergio, and he is Sergio. How excited are you to be here? I'm ecstatic. I'm fired up. Let's do it. Okay, great. And just move a little closer to the mic so we can be sure it picks you up. 
Um, it's okay if there's some noise from the chair. It's quite all right. And then we also have an extra special guest today. Uh, this is my husband, uh, James Mastro, or Jimmy Mastro. Hi, yay! This is his second podcast, right? Yeah, ever. Yeah. <laughs> Are you a big podcaster? I'm not, no. No. I'm but, surprised you got me on this. Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> yeah, he's good. He He's real good um, from the other. We did a Rosemary's Baby podcast. What? Uh, with some friends of ours. They actually have a podcast they run, and so we did it. It was a good time. And I had, like, three drinks before just to, like, make me comfortable. <laughs> you did. Today we've had no drinks. Yeah. But we have pastries. <clears throat> yeah. Pastries. And Twizzlers. Yeah, we've got some, some good snacks today. There was also some bugles, some nacho oh, cheese God. bugles. So. Uh, so we are going to be talking about uh, some people's favorite show, of all time, and that, this is a vet's favorite show. And uh, that show, My So-Called Life, uh, is near and dear to your heart, right? Yeah, I don't know if I should be flattered or embarrassed that you've considered me the local subject matter expert on a random show from the mid-90s. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe, why wouldn't you be the expert? Apparently, you were part of a letter-writing campaign. Yes, that I was, that I read on, like, Seventeen Magazine. Yeah. And I actually kept that cut out. I don't know where it is now, but yeah. um, I had saved it because I was really proud that I was part of that campaign to save it, which obviously didn't work. Yeah, I believe it was called Operation Life Support. Could be. Yeah, I'm pretty Could sure, because be. I was reading up on it back in the day and trying... I was too lazy to actually write the letters, but I was reading about it online. Oh, I was really dramatic with mine. It said, just I send a postcard, and I wrote like a three-page letter. And at the end, I said, P.S., I did send a postcard. <laughs> did you so, threaten the network, or who did the letter no, actually I, go I to? No, I had honed in my complaint letters <laughs> yeah. or my threats. <laughs> no, it was probably really deep, like, in a world where people look up to unrealistic role models in 90210, even though that was also one of my favorite shows. I was like, it's such a Finally. breath of air, fresh of Fresh breath air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's a treat for me to be talking about this because when the show came out, no one else watched it. At least not from no. high school. I went from. Hence, it getting canceled. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It only ran for 19 episodes. It was on what 1995, I think that television season, and 1994 television season. So yeah. it ran 94, 95, and that was it. And I actually didn't watch it on ABC. Did you? No. No. Do I don't know what I was watching. Was it on MTV? MTV. MTV. That's yeah. when I saw it. I would come home from school and record it on my VHS tapes. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad I did because, you know, we obviously didn't get Amazon or Netflix until decades later. So I was able to watch my, like, fuzzy VHS tapes and I showed it to friends in college. Like, I was trying to, like, recruit yeah. people into it. But in my high school... It was just, I went to a very basic high school. No one knew what the heck I was talking about, so I couldn't like recap with anyone. Yeah. So I'm doing it like 25 years later. I can finally talk about my show. And then even when I went to college and I made friends who were not so basic, um, they also didn't know what the heck this show was, even though MTV had been rerunning it in you know our heyday. Yeah. But I would show it to them. And they even remember now. I have this friend, Eric. He's like, yeah, I never knew what the heck you were talking about until you brought out those... VHS tapes. Yeah, I never discovered it uh, until I think it was my sophomore year of high school. Yeah. And so it it actually came out when I was in eighth grade, I what? think. So it took me like it took me two years to find the show, but it was running on MTV in reruns. 
And that's where I picked up on it. Yeah, I watched it sophomore year when it was replaying on MTV. And I think the characters, they were sophomores too, so it really spoke to me. Oh. Even though the school was nothing like my school. No, yeah, and mine I either. My school were like that, because my so-called life really embraced the 90s, whereas mine didn't. It was very, very preppy. And I remember it was just myself, my friend Ozzy, and it's like one other girl who would dress 90s. And I remember being in high school thinking like, this is so 90s. Like, living in the moment. And unlike now, where you're like, oh my god, that was so 90s. Like, I knew then that was the 90s. And there was this one girl I was so jealous of who kind of, eh, she dressed a little bit like Angela Chase. Like, well, I would wear the boxer shorts with the leggings underneath and boots. That was very popular. But um, there's a girl in my school I was always jealous of because she looked kind of like a Spice Girl. She was the only one who would, like, actually embrace the fashion, whereas everyone else was a bit. Polos. Yeah. Wearing Gap. Wasn't yeah. like everyone wearing oh, yeah. Gap yeah. in the 90s? Yeah. <laughs> like probably Abercrombie. I don't know if that was probably oh, yet. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, Tommy Hilfiger as well. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was at an all-boys high school, so it was really nothing like like the my so-called life high school oh. at all. Um, so that was that was upsetting this to was me. To well, they seemed like very life. edgy in the my so-called life yeah, world. Grungy and yeah. My friends we were grungy. grungy. Yeah. There were a handful, I guess. Were they? Yeah, I mean, I thought my whole crew. What is it? Um, I felt like my whole crew was like a mix like that. A lot of like plaid and like I don't know. My friends were like crimping their hair, but doing like what? weird colors. Yeah. Oh god, we had like a handful of druggies and corduroy. Yeah. That's probably the closest oh, yeah. we got. I had corduroy. Yeah. Sergio, did you ever watch this show back in the day? No, but I remember when it was on MTV. And so, obviously, like, being upset because back then they did show music videos. <laughs> and being upset that they were showing, you know, that show. instead of videos. But it was the best. <laughs> I, like you, also was recording these on VHS. <laughs> I was also going online, finding the scripts to the episodes that I haven't seen, wow. printing those out. That's a little extra. So, yeah. Well, I wasn't writing letters. <laughs> I wasn't writing letters to anybody. So I think that's at least fair. So, so you were a super fan in a different way. I was I was an avid reader. Were you uh, writing fan fictions like of what happened to yes. Angela Jordan after? No, were you? No, no, no. no. I wasn't. I was just trying to see. If you <laughs> I think you might have. But I mean, I have my theories. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think this. Yeah, and we can go through. Form. No, yeah, we'll go through the episode, but as we like delve into what those theories might be, we can talk about it. It's okay. No one's <sighs> no one's making sure we stay completely on task. Um, so it sounds like all of us, none of us actually watched the original, like when it originally aired. So what's interesting, what's interesting to know is that it did run on ABC, as you called out, and it ran on Thursday nights originally. So it was running up against ER, which is why nobody saw this, because this was like the heyday of ER and the year it came out. That's so, right. I had a crush on Noah Wiley. See? So. That's why you were betraying the show yourself mm-hmm. and you were watching ER. So that's why it didn't make it. It wasn't the OG. No. And then I I believe they moved it to Saturday nights, which nobody watches television on Saturday nights. I was watching Nickelodeon. (laughs) Exactly. So not big for advertisers, uh, I don't think. And Golden Girls was over, so people were really done with, like, any TV on Saturday nights. Um, But we got to watch... So which episode did you pick? The Weekend. Okay, and this is episode number 18. Yeah, it's the second to last one. Got it. Which was, oddly enough, not moving the plot forward very much, but it was a nice break 
from the drama of Jordan. Actually, Jordan's not even in this episode. Yeah, that, it's interesting that you pick the episode yeah. that there is well, no Jordan. I actually did not have a crush on Jared Leto. I was the dork who had a crush on Brian Krakow. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I've never heard of this. I didn't catch on to the whole bad boy thing prior till college, but... Is that Devin Gummersall? Yeah. Is that Devin his Gummersall name? Okay. Yeah. He was in stuff afterwards. He played like a racist. He's, in, he's in My Girl too. Oh, I didn't know that. He's just like in the classroom oh, and he says a couple one. things. Ow, ow. <laughs> Is it My Girl the sequel or My Girl... Two. Two. Okay. Part two. Part two. Right, okay. Did Did you know one of us sitting here actually has been mistaken for Jared Leto in the past month? I'm gonna guess Jimmy. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. What, what happened? Um, I was at a Starbucks out by my client's office, and this guy was walking towards me, and he froze. He just like was in shock, and he was like, "Oh my god, I thought you were Jared Leto." And I'm like, "Yeah, Jared Leto oh, is yeah. hanging out at Starbucks in the suburbs of Chicago." <laughs> I mean, people got to get their coffee. Well, there was a guy in our high school who looked a lot like Jared Leto. And when we went to Renaissance Fair for a field trip, I think senior year, girls from other schools went up to him. And they're like, oh, my God, are you Jared? And they're, like, asking him for an autograph and stuff. So, like, people from other schools knew about the show, just not from my school. And then when I was talking to this girl at home that... I think she was, like, the one person who knew what I was talking about whenever I tried to fish. Have you seen my so-called life? Have you seen it? Um, she had seen it, and it was kind of one of those, like, comedy moments where at the same exact time, we said who we liked, and I was sure she was going to say Brian, and she was sure I was going to say Jordan, and, like, my brain didn't understand, like, why would anyone like Jordan? And she was like, yeah, he's so hot, he's so hot. I'm like, I know, isn't he? And then she said, Jordan, I want Brian. And then I looked at her, like, no, that, you, no, you have it wrong. I think I had it wrong. <laughs> I think most people might think you did, but maybe Devin's listening to this, and, I mean, he's not. Don't, no. don't, don't get any hopes up. <laughs> but maybe, you know, maybe someone will pass it his way just so he knows he had this I bet big he had a fan. fan club. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure he had the big hair. I thought it was endearing. Yeah. Um, so this was your favorite episode mm-hmm. across the board. Why is that? What's so special about Ooh. this particular well, episode? They flip the script and they use Danielle's perspective, the little sister, and a few things I like about this episode. So it wasn't just Angela Chase who I related to. I related to at moments Rayanne because I got blackout drunk once in high school. And I relate to Danielle because in my family, I'm also the little sister. And I really relate to Patty because she's super lame and wants to do boring activities that no one else wants to do. So that's why I really connected to this. (laughs) You do like to come up with random (laughs) activities that everyone's like, oh, Um, Yvette's having us go to. Like a murder mystery. That's yeah, it's fun. <laughs> no, I like it. I think it's fun, but you do you. And I'm super into going to lodges for long weekends or renting a cabin and playing board games and like not drinking. Not drinking ice at all. Yeah. Instead. Right. So she she was me. I was looking into my future. Yeah. No, that's that's good. It's when, your favorite episode. Yeah, it's my it's my Why favorite, is it episode, your favorite episode because I could relate to. Uh, to the Danielle character. And I thought it was so cool because I had older brothers and sister. Um, they were both like six and seven years older, so significantly they older. Tell you to get out? I don't, I mean, probably when they had like a friend over, they were probably sometimes annoyed by me. And I always like liked to hang out with them when their friends were over. And mm-hmm. I thought it was cool and that their friends were fun and their friends were generally very nice to me. But 
they may have been annoyed by me. So I identified with Danielle in in the fact of that. Like now watching it, I kind of like Jimmy was watching it today and he was rolling his eyes. <laughs> You were like, oh, that character. It's definitely not one of my favorite episodes. <laughs> I just think it's cool. And I think it's sad, too, that, like, you know, I remember watching it, what, in high school, college, and thinking, like, the kids were so cool. But now that I'm old, I'm like, the parents' stories aren't so bad now. <laughs> you yeah. Know, like, I love the parents' No, I like yeah. the parents' stories like, a lot the now, too. One, where in, in parallel, they were going through the same thing. Jordan and Angela were doing a dance, and the parents were doing a dance. Right. Yeah. No, absolutely. I I love the... Well, I don't love the parent love things now, right. but like it's they better. make sense. <laughs> I still and you relate to it, and you're like, oh, yeah, okay. I can yeah. understand like them, how they get annoyed with each other, or just things like that. And it's just funny and interesting. Well, Sergio, you don't have a favorite episode, but I know you have a favorite scene. Something like when um, Jordan says the same thing, and then Brian says it later, and Angel's oh, like... Oh, this is the episode? No, no, it's oh. a different episode. I'm just, like, bouncing around now. Yeah. And she's like, that's the stupidest thing I ever heard. Yeah. Yeah. The one thing I will say about this episode that I find odd, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, is the mom's friend uh, lends her lingerie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then they go for a sexy weekend. Uh, Does she kids. lend her the lingerie? Yeah, like that green. Because petty. that's how it comes oh. up. Well, my, wasn't it my husband started an affair with her because he got into a fight with his receptionist? That's oh, how it all wow. started. I remember that. And then there's oh. the. So then the husband, Angela Chase, or whatever her name is, Angela's the husband. Dad? Angel mentions how he fights a lot with the one he's in open. Oh, and so that's what with. tips Patty off of like. And so that's how she thinks that is now. Maybe it's oh, an into Yes. Affair. Yeah. That's yeah. Well, I don't know that she's borrowing Sharon or Mrs. Chersky's Camille Camille Chersky's lunch. I think Camille just encouraged her to wear it. Yes, I think Camille just encouraged her to wear it. Oh, maybe you're right. Yeah, I think that's all. But Camille did provide the handcuffs. Yes. Which we see right at the beginning of the episode. Tweet Brian, who's right. Okay. Yes. <laughs> uh, tweet at might see. That's at might see TV. Tweet us or comment anywhere you can. We accept emails. We don't get a lot, but we. But, <laughs> but you can start. But, but we no, get. No facts. But you know what, people? No, most people don't really email these days because they'd just rather comment on an Instagram post or something like that. Yeah. Um, but. We take emails very seriously here, you know, at <laughs> Might See TV headquarters. Uh, so, right, I think what I lo- also loved about this episode, beside it just being uh, Danielle and her perspective, is also the fact that it brings all of the characters kind of together. Mm-hmm. Like, generally, you see each of the characters, like, maybe two of them will hang out, maybe three but they're never all there together. Jordan isn't there. That's fine. Thank but, God. like, all of the Ryan others, was. like, like yeah, Sharon, <laughs> Brian, Rayanne, uh, and Angela are all together, and you don't all often, and Ricky. And so those five are hanging out, and you don't always see that. And they kind of form this bond with each other of having gone through this experience. So do you think that's, like, a glimpse into a potential um, reconciliation between Angela and Rayanne? I think, think so. Some hope, like, if there was a season two, maybe they'd be, like, half friends? Yeah, I think they'd be half friends. I don't think... I mean, they'd have to have something, like, to continue the show yeah. and those characters, but I don't think they'd be, Friendies. like... Yeah. 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 Um, 
And so we see we see Danielle uh, being kicked out of each room and everything like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. That's the story of every the younger. I guess your siblings didn't kick you out of the. They didn't kick me out, but I used to kick my sister oh. out of pretty much everything. Oh, and she did want to be around your friends all the time. I remember yeah. that from the wedding toast. Yeah, she she always wanted to be around us, and anytime she was around, I'd say, "You gotta go. Leave me alone." <laughs> oh, <poor Mickey. laughs> yep. So I was that brother. Yeah. See, not very close. It's me. Yes. Yeah. So maybe nowadays, Angela and Danielle are very close. Um, And so we see that take place. Um, Ricky's over and they're like looking at magazines together. Um, So that's pretty exciting. And what do we see? So Neil, brother Neil comes over. And he's is not hot, so I don't know how he keeps getting girlfriends. <laughs> well, he's usually with Marla. I guess it sounds like he's a ladies' man. Like he always uses the same pickup line. Like, ooh, who is this guy? Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, maybe no, he's other people because yeah. I find Brian hot. Maybe there's also a Neil fan club out there. I mean, he, he was a normal-looking man. I wasn't like detested. He's a very, by him. very average yeah. man. Yeah. He's an uncle. <laughs> he's an uncle Neil. Yeah. You know, he's a forty-year-old man. I don't know. And his girlfriend was the woman from ER. I know. Oh, See, oh, oh, oh. she wasn't on the show yet. It doesn't matter. She was I like, they were probably like, she's really good on. Tino could have been her brother. Yes. Yeah. Do they ever show Tino? I can't remember. No. Yeah. You're never, you never, you like never get to see nanny Tino. Nanny from the Muppet Babies. You never see mm-hmm. Tino. Well, you see Nanny's feet and you hear her voice. I thought Tino should have been played by Vinny from Doogie Hauser. <laughs> Oh, Max Castellano, I believe, or Casella. Max Casella. Really give him some range? Yeah. I just thought Tino would be some Italian guy. He'd be a little old, though. Maybe. Like, Vinny was, like, 35 when he was on Doogie (laughs) Howser. Like, he was a young-looking guy. I'm sure it was, like, a grungier pick, but I think this could have been something to really, you know, open up his range, because I'd only seen him in Doogie Howser and in Newsies. Uh, I think my so-called life should have been the next step. I don't think they were ever going to show us Tino. Even if the show had gone on for four years, I think we would always... I think just... you would have seen the back of his head or something, or walking walking away, ran, like, waving to him, and he turns the corner. That's true. Or maybe in the last episode, like, he comes to pick Angela up. Like, and if they reboot it, it's his funeral, they all come back together for, like, the big... Oh, could be. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> wow. Wasn't Tino the drug dealer, or am I, like, thinking... Yeah, he'd bring them Chinese food. Yeah. He was like the the connect. Yeah. He would always hook them up with cool experiences or drugs or whatever. <laughs> the reboot would be, I mean, I don't think one could happen because I don't feel they could get everyone to do it. I agree. No, and that always made me sad after the show went off air was, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but I felt like whenever I read articles about the show... Claire Danes didn't want to talk about it, or she would kind of like poo-poo it. And yeah. It's kind of like when Christian Bale wouldn't want to talk about Newsies, and they'd seen the bears, and it would break my heart. Like, oh, at least, like, if you're not proud of it, like, joke about it. But like, yeah, it was a time, you know? Yeah. We had a time. Yeah, I'm exactly. telling you. Didn't we? Didn't we I have a time? Really yeah. I wouldn't know how it feels. Like, I guess it would be if people kept asking me about being a marketing manager, and I'd be like, enough about this marketing manager business, yeah. but... Well, I've read, too, in terms of her moving off of the show, uh, it took them... Like, they weren't renewing it, 
and she had to move on in terms of finding like work. You know, she was an actress, and they just kind of used her as a scapegoat of, of being like, "Oh, it's her fault. We can't continue this show." But the show wasn't putting anything behind it and telling her like, "Oh, don't go get other work because this contract is going to work out for you." And you don't know how, how a show turns out when you're acting in it. You don't know how they're going to be cutting it yeah. together and if it will be actually good. I think if Netflix were around back then, maybe Netflix would have picked it up for another season or oh, yeah. season mm-hmm. and a half. Yeah. yeah. I, or a show would hold on to it because they'd be like, oh, it's actually a good show and eventually people but will connect to it. it holds up a single season cult yeah. following. Yeah, I think, I mean, the reason, one of the reasons we love it so much is that they didn't have time to ruin it, the and it, it only exists within these 19 episodes, so it's a little sad, too. Um, but back to this show, uh, <laughs> this particular episode, um, I see you took a ton of notes, too, so feel free to call anything out in this episode that you really want to... Discuss? <laughs> <laughs> She's crossed out all of her notes, yeah. uh, for those of That's you... That's it. <laughs> uh, we see them in the car ride, headed to... Uh, Headed to the big, the big outing yeah. and Have just their weekend away. A trip or a weekend getaway with a couple or the significant other of a couple you did not like and you were dreading it. Off that seems like something that would happen. It hasn't happened to me, but it seems like it would happen in our age group now. Yeah, I'm sure it could. Uh, do you have any you experience like that? Experience. I think he stopped listening. No. <laughs> so we'll just. Um, <laughs> No, I don't think we've, like, if I guess if we did have an experience where we traveled with a person we couldn't stand, we wouldn't bring it up here. But I don't really think we've had that. Um, I mean, sure, I feel like I've done things people I don't like. <laughs> no, but where we've been on a weekend trip, where where it's us and then this other couple, I don't think we've I had that. I don't think so. No, I mean, no. no. Maybe. No. Secretly, he has. Yeah. But he hasn't brought it up. Have you guys? No, because I only invite board game people to my getaways yeah. who I know are going to kill it. But there can always be that one random person that somehow got brought into the yeah. mix. Or like, wah, wah, wah. Oh, yeah. I, well, it hasn't happened to me, but I can feel it. Like, I can empathize. And it's burning my chest right now, just thinking, like, oh, God, they're going to be such downers. Yeah. So, I, I totally get it, Patty. I get it. I feel you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, she wanted to have a lot of fun. She wanted to go ice skating. Spelunking, fun. which I had to Google. I'm like, what? Like, what? What caves it? are around Pittsburgh? Maybe I don't know. <laughs> they they drove two hours away. I would okay. guess. Maybe I would guess it was a two hour getaway. Um, Holly Lowenthal gets brought up in the episode early on. Uh, which I love that name. Hallie there yeah. was always talk about how people people call all of the characters by their full name whenever they reference oh, them. Yeah. Like like Angela never just says, "Oh, I saw Jordan." She's always like, "I saw Jordan Catalano." Well, what's Ricky's last name? Vasquez. 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 That's right. Vasquez. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Ryan Graff. Brian Cracker. That's true. Krakow. They'll call Krakow, not by his full name. And Tino's just Tino, right? And Tino. We don't know his yeah. last He's name. Just Tino. Yeah. Um, I, uh, with the parents away, Patty gets pretty drunk. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of fun. We see, see a wild side to Patty. I don't necessarily, I don't necessarily think that happened to me, but I, I, again, I feel like it would, or I can empathize with it. Like, oh, I'm the one who was lame all weekend. Let me take some shots and, and, you know, 
try to fit in whatever and then I would do something stupid like rip off my shirt at dinner but what like, is I, she I really feel that what is she wearing underneath her shirt is my yeah. question it was a like it's like what's a that really ugly slip it's, that she was yes. wearing yeah which I didn't know was a thing I guess older women do that where they wear their full lingerie underneath the outfit but it's weird because she's like <laughs> not that old she's only like five years older than us oh, yeah. well I'm a young 57 <laughs> I don't wear my negligee but she doesn't even really shirt. like act drunk you know like she doesn't seem drunk she's just being like goofy goofy and like even when she asks to drink, she's like, "Pass me the hooch." The <laughs> and hooch. says hooch. And well, Graham is like, "Patty, you just said hooch." Yeah, He's uh, like, that's hot. I, I like. I thought it was funny how. She was like, I'm not a child. And then she's like, I'd like my ice cream now. Or he's like, you're not getting your ice cream Sunday. And her legs kick up perfectly when they throw them, her over at his shoulders. Yeah, I thought she was funny. As a younger person, I did not enjoy the mom character. I found her to be a downer. She was always, like, upsetting me and just, like, talking about... the haircut is just what yeah. bothers me yeah. the most. And you know what? In the first, <laughs> And then the first episode, she has full-length hair... And I think what happened, well, she has, like, long hair, and I think after the pilot, you know, they don't know if they're going to get it or not, she got a short haircut. In episode two, she's still, is that the episode where it's dancing, and she shows up, and she's gotten her haircut? So I think just the first half of that episode, she's wearing a wig. So that they can then, like, let her just wear her natural hair in the show. There was one line where... I think Angela was embarrassed that she was singing or something, and she was like... Amish mom. Yeah, I can't sing, can't <laughs> dance. Amish mom. I'm like, she's cool. Amish I mom. I like this <laughs> Yeah. I like her lines. Yeah. I like... I mean, I loved the episode where she and Rayanne like, kind of bond, and she's like, we're in the same carafe, as she's like, uh-huh. and then, like, Rand's getting out of the car, and she's like, thanks for saving my life, and I'm, like, about to cry when I, like, yeah. think of that episode. And it humanizes her. Yeah. And just being, like, you know, the bitchy mom. I mean, she is in the first episode. She's just, like, not nice. She's mad that her Angela... Her are so tight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's mad she that Angela... She really lips, does she? Mm-hmm. I've never noticed her lips. No lip, mom. Amish mom. Amish. My mom doesn't have lips. Amish mom with no lips. She don't know. She lips. Uh, yeah, I like. I don't know. I like her more and more as time goes on. But so. she didn't speak to you when the show first. Came. I found her to be a downer. My mom was always really nice, so I never related to like the mm. kind of like strict. See, I thought. Mom. See, it's all about. <laughs> perspective yes. being a relative. I thought this mom was pretty cool because my mom was super strict. Well, in some ways, she was pretty loose about some other things. But when the girl, the girl, Angela, just the star of the show, <laughs> this girl, whoever the heck she is, dyes her hair red in the pilot and she's not grounded or the way she talks back, I'm like, how is she still allowed to go to a sleepover? Like, yeah, my parents wouldn't have life. allowed that, though. You're right, but she was just more of a grump in ways of like... Yeah, just her attitude. Like, she, like, she's like, that girl ate my brick of cheese, you know, <laughs> in episode one. And it's like, what mom would be like this mad about a friend eating some oh, cheese? Well, oh, my mom used yeah. to get mad about my friends <laughs> eating my stuff, or her stuff. I was a friend of 
started eating the food. Yeah. Like, I went to my neighbor's house, and I guess I had never had, like, chocolate chip cookies, and my brother and I came over, and we hoarded them. And I saw, like, I had the self-awareness, but I was still hungry, so I still took them, because I saw the mom's eyes. She's like, I just made those for Maldi. <laughs> those were for my children. Whoa. My mom, like, my friends would just stop coming over, and, like, they would still come over sometimes, but they wouldn't eat anything in our kitchen because they were terrified of what my mom would do. Because she'd call this out several times. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, Patty would kind of make just, like, snooty little comments, though. And unfortunately, I have, like, the first episode pretty much memorized where I could probably just, like, call out lines from the whole episode. Because, like, when she first sees Angela with her hair dyed, and Angela's like, I had my hair dyed. And she's like, I thought it died of natural causes. Like, what mom says this? Like, I don't know. She wasn't very nice. Side note on the pilot. Did you know that Claire Danes was only 13 years old when they shot that? I think I've heard that. Because then that's more of like why she was like, I'm done with the show because the pilot was like two years before they even started filming the real show because she's 15 then when it starts. She was probably an old 13, like 13 years, 11 months. 14 ish. I am 13. But it's so weird to me because the other shows at the time, like 90210, they were like, 35 going on 14 on the show and she was the only actress probably from the time who was younger than who yeah. was supposed to be playing that's true very that's not very often so yeah she was I mean she's good that's why she's still around and still getting work and was in Romeo and Juliet right you know they didn't get along on set I've heard yeah. who Leonardo and really yeah, yeah cause she was like Serious actress, and he was out partying. I think is what I've heard. Any hookers? Perhaps. No. Uh, John Leguizamo wrote a book. Oh, really? His career. He was also in Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. And he said that Leonardo DiCaprio spent a lot of time is uh, living it up, hiring professional workers. Wow. <laughs> you heard it here first. Yeah. Wasn't he like sixteen at the? How old was he in Romeo and Juliet? He was probably closer to eighteen. Yeah. yeah. I was think he, he was a bit older. Was he classy? Yeah, I think yeah, that was... I think that was, like, the very beginning of, like, certain. when it was, like, him, what's her, Alicia Silverstone, whatever that group was called. I remember... And Alicia was supposed to play, or, I don't know, she was supposed to, she was up for the role. Really? Of, yeah, Angela, but I read this. You one. mean of Juliet? Oh, oh no. I'm going back to my oh, Yeah, okay, life. good. That's good, because <laughs> that's what this is about. Life. Yeah. Um, yeah, but she was too refined and pretty, and they needed someone... A little edgier. Uh, or more relatable, who wasn't, you know, already gorgeous, I yeah. guess. Well, because her hair... I don't know if she's wearing a wig in episode one when they show her before mm-hmm. her hair is dyed, but it's not a great hair look. It's like, it's like an odd yeah. color. And yeah. then when I... Like, I always just, like, pictured her as a redhead because mm-hmm. of that. Um... I don't know. Uh, so, eventually in this episode, Rayanne comes over, and there's like a squabble going down between Rayanne and uh, what's her name, Angela. She. Uh, <laughs> what's her name? I, I think what what happened what happened prior to this? Did uh, Rayanne sleep with Jordan? Yeah, I think so, the episode right before she hooked up with Jordan in his car. Yeah. So it was. But they never talked. Like she and Rayanne never talked about it. Oh, they don't? Yeah, no. they never really... So that's why in this episode of The weekend, they each have a moment where they think the other is going to bring it up, but really they're talking about something else. Like, Rayanne had to pee, and then at the end of the episode, 
Oh, and what's this girl's name again? Jesus. <laughs> Angela. Angela just wanted. <laughs> Angela well, just wanted. It's like you partly want to call her Claire Danes, and you don't know. And I just, instead of saying her name, I just, like, picture her in my head instead of using a word. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like we always talk about it. Um, so that's, uh, that's a big plot line. And I don't know. I think... Sometimes they were maybe trying to make it a little soap opera, soap opery towards the end, like the the last episode cliffhanger mm-hmm. of like that Angela would even consider Brian yeah. when she's been awful to him for the last eighteen episodes, and then to even throw in that she might. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Wait, she likes Brian in the last episode. So in the last episode, there's essentially Brian writes a note for Jordan and Angela's like oh he wrote me this letter and Brian's like oh she somehow finds out Brian wrote it and he's like well he meant everything he said the person who wrote it and so she puts it together it's Brian's words but I don't think she would have ever if there were season two they would have never hooked up but there would have always been the moments where they look at each other or maybe she's kinder to her Mm -hmm. or tugs at her heartstrings yeah. And he probably would have dated someone else, and then she'd be with Jordan, but there would always be that yeah. tension between yeah. them. Yeah. You know, you want to know a little <clears throat> piece of trivia about my so-called life? And, and this goes know. back to the pilot episode, but we're all over Just the place Just don't today. ask who, who the lead character's name is, because <laughs> none of us know that girl. And, and Angela Hayes. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, no, um, in the first episode, there is there's this scene between uh, Angela and Brian, and they're like sitting, they're like standing in the street, and it's got like the lighting ambiance over them. Do you know the moment I'm talking to? It's when she comes home at night. So in Jerry Maguire, uh, Tom Cruise and Renee Zellweger are standing on the street in the exact same lighting, like same type of thing, and the director Cameron Crowe like based it off of that shot of Angela and Brian like he's like I want that shot for this movie isn't it Mm -hmm. but it is a good shot like Mm -hmm. it just is cool so oh I think that's the one maybe with the yearbook and he tells her like the theme of the year 2000 and she's like that's lame yeah yeah Oh, I remember such, it all so clearly. Such beautiful moments. I mean, I think the show helped me get through high school. Uh-huh. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I, it was like, it was just very relatable, yeah. you know? Like, where it was the first show where it was like they weren't all friends. And, they like, none of them were to some degree. Like, they were, but then they were mean to each other like you are in high school. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of more how high school is, I mm-hmm. think. Were you ever in Ricky's position where you had to choose between friends or you were put in the middle? Oh, like an Angela and Rayanne type deal. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. I'm sure there were instances of that where you're, where you know one friend doesn't that like the other. That happened to me. Yeah, that was like my whole high school life. So, um, I mean, I think like what I like about my so-called life is like everybody is really relatable, and I could like picture each of my friends as somebody. Um, Who are you? So my friends would say that I was like a cross between Ricky and Sharon, which I find very Sharon. offensive. <laughs> Sharon was like my favorite. <laughs> yeah, right. But I mean, I, it's like kind of like second Sex in the City, where like everybody's like, "Oh, I'm Carrie." Like mm-hmm. everybody wants to be Angela. Um, but I thought Ricky was probably obviously the most relatable for me, um, just like coming out, you know, that young. Um, but 
with all of my girlfriends, it's like I was always put in the middle of some sort of stupid fight that I would just have to like <laughs> pretend like I wasn't talking to one person, but like secretly talking to them. Like, did you ever officially <clears throat> pick sides, or did you always? Um, it depended. I I don't think I really pick sides. I was very good at just staying sort of like neutral, but. I mean, one of my girlfriends who you know could get pretty, um, she'd go all out on somebody if she didn't like them at that moment. So well, I had to play it safe. the loyalty and integrity. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. That's yeah. like you have to pay. <laughs> right. <laughs> I feel as that person in the middle, though, you you eventually have to go, look, you're both being dumb. I'm going to be friends with both. Like, yeah. that's eventually what you had to do. Right. And then it'd be awkward hanging out with them both, but eventually you'd get over it. I don't know. Unless it was that serious, like, where someone banged. I mean, that wasn't usually ha- why, why it ha- was. That happened, though. No. My friends weren't doing that type <laughs> yeah, of thing. I was hanging out with nice kids who, like, <laughs> yeah. didn't engage in these type of activities. Like, we didn't. We were like, we were like, oh, he went bowling with so-and-so and I wasn't invited. Like, yeah, that it was wasn't our like job. that. Yeah, that was like us. Ours was like <clears throat> drugs, sex, and all of that, where it was like, This I is Jimmy Mastro <laughs> reporting <laughs> on his high school. I didn't, yeah, it's the North Shore, but no, I was not participating in any of that, but my girlfriends were all getting mad at each other over different yeah. scenarios yeah. involving them. Things. I think that stuff was happening in my high school, just not in my crew, because like none of us had been kissed. And there was like something in the water where <laughs> we all looked so young. I look at high schoolers now. And I like why did we all look like such babies when I was in high right. school? And we could never admit if we did like someone. So even if there were like a Jordan right. Milano or or a Brian Krakow for me, like we could never reveal who it was. Yeah. But we were mean in other ways and conniving. Like, the worst part, I think, was in the lunchroom, which, another line from the show, I don't know it verbatim, but... Yes, Angela, that's right. Angela says... The cafeteria is yeah, the embarrassment like, capital of the world. That and, like, it's like a battlefield... For your for heart. No, that's at the beginning. Oh, maybe, something like that. The ca- school. The cafeteria. She goes, she goes, yeah, like I know, like, the whole opening. <laughs> she's like, so it starts out, and she's like, so I started hanging out with Rayanne Graff, just, just for kids. fun, yeah. just for kicks, just because it felt like... Something to do. Or I would like, die or something. Yeah. yeah, everything was so good. And then she's like, school is a battlefield for your heart. Mm-hmm. Like cheerleaders. Can everybody just <laughs> cheer on their own? Like, like to, them to themselves? themselves. <laughs> yeah. Is it sad so, that I would watch it well, this so much? Bad. Like, the likes and how drawn out her... It's like my podcast. Yeah. I'm constantly <laughs> saying like <laughs> in some of these episodes. So, yes, you're she right. Just, she just doesn't get to the point. She'll be like... Do you know how when like that's what kids stuff that's how talk happens? We didn't all speak like Dawson's Creek. Like people thought I know. People thought Sharon was the most annoying with the likes because she yeah. would she would just be walking down the hall and she'd be like, like if he doesn't like want to be in your book, then he like shouldn't. <laughs> She's the, like the ditziest sounding one, but she was the one with the four GPA or whatever and all the extracurriculars. Yeah. But anyway, so the cafeteria we would pick a person every maybe this was right before our high school this might have been eighth grade so we would pick a girl in our friend group 
to ignore during lunch and they wouldn't be allowed to sit with us. <laughs> I would hate it when it would be my week. And it's not like we would say to the person it's your week. No. You, like, oh, I you walk in and like people are being mean to me this week. Yeah. And I yeah. was like, oh, well, I'll sit by myself. <laughs> womp, womp. So I did you ever like, eat in the bathroom stall? I did not. I never went that far. But I would probably maybe like sit in the library and not eat or something. Yeah, because it was better than, like, being in the cafeteria and it, like, people knowing, like, oh, you're the one who's sitting alone. Yeah. In the library, it's like, oh, I forgot to do my homework or something. I think in high school, because my group of friends that were the bad group of friends um, went to a different high school. So at my high school, my friends were all innocent, but we were all band geeks and I think just sort of, like, the nerds. Um, so you lived a double life. I did, and I always avoided the cafeteria. Band geek by day. Yeah. <laughs> Drug and I was, not, I was not participating in those things at yeah. night or weekend. Um, yes. You were just the driver. I did not observe anything. You just that drove either. people places. <laughs> I did drive people everywhere. But um, we avoided the cafeteria because I think... I don't know. I mean, maybe like some of the kids that I hung out with were picked on younger... Because I definitely was, and the cafeteria would just made me nervous with like everybody being in there. It was a bad yeah. Deal. So we would eat like by entrances or like outside if we could, or yeah, like yeah, like earthquake. there'd be like steps, <laughs> or, like a little like entryway or something. Yeah. Like that's where we would eat. And then anytime I got a detention and had to do lunch duty, where I had to like walk around in that crossing guard. <laughs> Outfit and like pick up. But you were a band geek. What were you getting detention for? Uh, If my shirt was untucked or if my hair was too long or if I dyed it or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Um, What else in this episode? Anything in your notes that you really wanted to call out today? Let's consult. Let's see. I'm happy. I mean, we through. have the bed, the bed issue with mm-hmm. uh, Rayanne tying or, or handcuffing herself to and it. See, that's what was strange about this episode is, even though it's my favorite episode, it didn't necessarily move the plot forward necessarily. But no. It it was just like a warm and fuzzy sweater type of episode. It, it made me feel like Frasier, if you will. Like when I watch my two episodes a night, like it's just a cozy episode, and you don't really have to pay full attention to it you can have it on in the background actually that so now when i watch my so-called life i usually play it right around the fall so it was odd for me to like watch it in april right now so there's like it is a fall type of show (laughs) that like every year maybe maybe i'll forget a year or two but when i remember it's usually around september october i fire up my so-called life and i only watch it on saturday afternoons while i do my chores so this is like one of those those episodes that gives me the the warm and fuzzies, I guess, because also because there's the glimpse of maybe the reunion between um, Angela and Rayanne, and then even like Angela and Sharon, right? Because yeah. like Sharon's yeah. not usually like that tight with her, and she's like there at the end of this episode yeah. with her. Yeah, they all like that was like what I liked about it is it was more realistic in terms of how people are friends in high school and. As you get to know them, you are kind of, you do get to be more comfortable with them. But in, like, freshman, sophomore year, everyone has their guard up. And they don't want to be, like, vulnerable to each other. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, like, sort of all of these characters a little bit. And how does it take them only 20 minutes to clean up that trash bag of I know. (laughs) They're, like, it's a montage that's, like, they're slightly moving a piece of the bed and there's, like, garbage on the floor. It was, like... 
surgeon me this morning, or this morning, I said like at noon when I woke up, trying to clean before you guys came over. We're like running around throwing <laughs> stuff, he's swiffering. And then at the end I realized like, how the hell did those kids clean this? And, and like the big trash bag, wouldn't they notice it out inside? But I yeah. guess you have to suspend your disbelief. And then, yeah, and Patty finds a Cracker Jack box. And she's like, also, who left this? Wouldn't, yeah, wouldn't you be a little weirded out? Wouldn't you be a little weirded out if like six teenagers were like hanging out on your bed when you got home? Yes. With your like twelve year old daughter too, I'd be like, but she was like, "What are you doing?" She's like, "What are you here? doing in my room?" But it would have been like, wouldn't you have been like, "Oh, we should probably go into Angela's room." Like they had fixed the bed situation, so why didn't they just go there? Right. Yeah. Well, I always like to watch TV on my parents' bed, probably because it was bigger and maybe my room didn't have a TV, so I thought that was pretty normal to be hanging out in the parents' room. But me as an adult, I'm like, I don't want anyone just hanging out in my master bedroom. Yeah. Get out. Yeah, I don't know. I never hung out. I, yeah, I, we didn't you know, hang out with my parents. You really room. mad about that? So really mad. <laughs> Was why did Brian have to be the one to go to the pleasure chest? Like he's just the one to be funny, doing them a favor, and then they just treat <laughs> because him like he'll do anything. My sweetheart, Brian. <laughs> So Always. I'm surprised you didn't pick Life of Brian then for yeah, your favorite. I like that favorite. one too, but it's not necessarily my favorite. I think it's a bugs me, it makes me angry. It makes you mad at him. Yeah. What he does to poor Delia Fisher. Well, I don't care about that. Who cares about that bitch? I'm more mad about like how Angela treats him, like uses him, and I know he's using Delia like a trickle down Reaganomics effect. Yeah. But. I was more annoyed. I think because as a girl, like, I knew exactly what she was doing. And I hate it when girls, like, pretend, like, oh, I didn't know he liked me or whatever. Like, no, we know. And then she was totally using him, even though it might have looked innocent. So that made me mad. And I know guys do that, too. Yeah. Well, doesn't Brian say something like, oh, we'll need some wire shears for this. My dad wouldn't have them, but a normal dad would have these, like like your dad. And then at the end, Grandma's like... Well, we need some wire shears to fix this. He's like, I don't have them. Someone like crack out have them. Why did they just like saw it or or just like break it and then glue it back together? I I understand that. They don't want to say that. But Patty and Graham could. Like they can do whatever and What do you think is the better cover up? This episode where they fuck up the bed, or the full house episode where they like throw that coat hanger, whatever it was, or the pole into the wall in Danny's bedroom. Do you remember that? And they had to cover it up and they did the whole song and dance like, our dad is, this is such a tangent, is the best dad, (laughs) whatever. (laughs) Do you remember this last episode? Basically, it's another episode. I forget this episode. I'd love to do a full house episode. It's just like another example how you like trash the house or you, you really screw something up and you're like, oh my God, we need to fix this before our parents get home. And again, I feel like this must have, because I'm having like some sort of nostalgia about this. Like I must have like burned something and covered it up at my house because I really feel that panic. Yeah. Like the memory of a panic. Like, oh my God, they can't see this. What was We that? were, w- here's what happened to me. It, we I was with my cousins, Greg and Joe, and we had a, they had a lazy boy type chair and we were having, we were like in second grade and we were running like onto the chair and the chair would fall against the wall and we kept doing it but we didn't realize we kept putting a hole in the wall more and more every time we did it and then we like looked luckily it was in like their the bonus room which was like a basement but it's above the garage and it was just where the kids played but we were like oh my gosh we just put this huge hole in the wall and had to tell like his mom and she was like oh okay like 
they don't really go in that room. So she was kind of like, okay, cool. And didn't get mad about it, which we were all shocked. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it was funny. I'm surprised you and your friends didn't burn your house down and try to cover it up. <laughs> well, <laughs> burn down. <laughs> covered it up with a blanket. Well, your band, your band geek friends would have come over and like been like, "We need to hide this." Yeah. <laughs> no, we uh, we didn't ha- we didn't do parties at my house. It was not my house was not a party house. Um, but one of my girlfriends, she what her boyfriend was out of town, and he gave her the keys to. <laughs> She was, he gave her the keys to her house, or his house, which I don't know why he did that, because he knew who she was. Oh my god. She started to have, like, rager parties for, like, three days straight. And I came over there, and it was just, like, there was a hole, like, punched in through, like, one of the, or there was a hole, like, through one of the walls because they wanted it to be, like, an easier, like, access to the next room instead of, like, walking around. So there was that hole, and then somebody did get some boots on a wall. Whose house? I'll tell you. You'll tell me later. Okay. Um, I'm sure you can guess who it is, but... But when I was at that party, um, the police ended up coming within 20 minutes of me getting there. So I had to, like, as, you know, usual, had to jump out, like, a window and then, like, book it down the street to, like, not be arrested. (laughs) See, I feel like that's childhood. Yeah, that that was high school, and that was pretty normal. But none of that happened at my parents' house, and... Your mom would flip. Oh my god, I'd be murdered. (laughs) (laughs) There was one part of the episode when we were watching it this week where you were like, that was the only funny part of the episode. I forgot what that was. I I think the funniest part was when Brian was trying to get the handcuff off of her and he was like, she's like, it's too big, Brian. Oh, yeah. And then everyone's just sitting there watching. Yeah. Isn't one of them the boyfriend? Kyle, yeah. 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 Sharon's boyfriend. And they're all sitting in the corner watching. Yeah, I thought that was, like, the funniest part of the episode. And I'm like, if anything, that gave, like, Brian some, like, bonus points with those guys. And maybe people would be like... Maybe he was finally cool at school. Like, he's a freak. He's like... Yeah, all that was missing is a scene, like, if he was walking down the hallway, like, they look at him with... Yeah, they're like, yeah. Like, this guy freak. Oh, crack Um... Yeah, I think we, we... Oh, I like Sharon Chersky. I just want to say that. I feel everyone gives her a hard time, but I'm a fan. Yeah. So, I don't know. She was on an episode. I like... Her name was Devin, too. And she was yes. on an episode of Singled Out. She's Devin Odessa? Yeah. Is that right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, she is on an episode of Singled mm-hmm. Out. Who knew? And I saw the the dad in a play. I I did too. In did we go? To, no. Oh, we didn't go to this. Well, theater. he was in. I saw him in two thousand two when Madonna was in a play in London. Oh. He played her husband, Tom Irwin. Yes. Yeah. He was in a show at Steppenwolf a year or two ago. I saw him, and I think he was playing someone like cheating on his wife in it too. So. Well, I mean, he was a, he was about. Episode with Rose McGowan. I remember oh, yeah. that. Yeah, that was like. What? Yeah, we watched it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they and Patty Bess Armstrong goes on to be. She's in an episode or two of Mad Men. She's in like Jaws two. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's that? a Jaws three. three. That's the one at the resort. Yeah, I do yeah. love that one. I, that I do remember. I think it's Dennis. Putty. It's Jaws three. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. an episode of Frasier as well. 
Yeah, so, you know, they're getting work. They're doing she stuff. She got some work in Jaws 3. <laughs> that was before this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so she had a small resume well, before. Well, that's what that's right <laughs> yeah. show. Yeah. She uh, did two bookers. <laughs> three. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else, Yvette? It looks like you have so many notes, yeah. but you're... I mean, we talked about the small plot holes where you kind of have to just go in it believing like the 20 20 minutes to clean up but also when Sharon's mom which by the way oh when she comes over okay what's the last name Chersky 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 whatever the whole time I thought I thought it was Trisky no Chersky C-H-E-R-S-K-I I had to look it up on IMDB but whatever (laughs) I always get these names wrong like that that the Angela bitch so um the other plot hole I thought I don't know if it's considered a plot hole but wouldn't Sharon's mom have called Patty when all those kids were over in their bedroom you would think yeah so. they'd eventually talk about it at least they bet Rihanna's really sick room, yeah. that would have also caused yeah yeah, and she knew that Patty would not have liked Rayanne being over there yeah yeah so and wouldn't they have maybe contacted Rayanne's mom if Rayanne's mom wasn't around? <laughs> but it was a uh, excellent tactic by Angela to Oh, that's awful. She's justice. she's like <laughs> she's like I need to talk to you about justice. Should I return this top or not? And it's very not Angela like because she's so avo- I feel she is so avoidant of like corresponding with adults oh. a lot of times. So it you does. Gotta do what you gotta do when someone's chained to Yeah. So bed. Camille knew something was up. Yeah. Nothing I mean, gets. She was bu- actually being like a cool mom. Like I'm just gonna let the slide, whatever. She probably was, because she's good friends with the fam and was probably just like, I don't want that drama. I I remember one time when I was <clears throat> a sophomore in high school, me and my friend took his car out, but we were only 15. And when we came back, his parents saw us pulling into the driveway in the car. And we're like, oh, my gosh, great. And he lived right down the street from me, like, probably a mile or two. So we, like, then we're like, well, we can't go back inside the house. Like, we parked the car at his house. We're like, we can't go inside. We go we go home to my parents, to my house, my parents' house. And his, his, he calls his parents. He's like, I'm at Brian's house. They come pick him up, and they never told my parents. Oh, wow. And I told my mom later about it, and she's like, I'm glad. She's like, I didn't need to know. She's like, you weren't doing anything that was that big of a deal. And she was like, I hate parents that call and are like, oh, it's your kid's fault. Or like, your kid needs to be in trouble. She's like, just whatever. Oh, so. I got in major trouble. I remember now. Ugh. I still get embarrassed and ashamed about it now, even though it happened so long ago. I was babysitting these two girls, and they had this pug, and there was this girl who I was not allowed to be friends with, but, you know, I'd hang out with her anyway, and she was closer to this family I was babysitting than I was, because they lived closer together than I did, so I let her in, because she was like, oh, they won't mind, like, I know these, these two kids you're babysitting, so not only do I let her in, I let this boy in that she invites, and the parents come home early just to pick something up. The door's wide open. The two little girls are behind me. There's a boy in there. There's just this girl I'm not allowed to hang out with. And I get in so much trouble. And they say, we'll talk about this when we get back. Because they had to continue their date. So then they, they left. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm in so much trouble. It gets worse. So, okay, I kick everyone out of the house. And I had this, like, little pouch, like, as a keychain that I kept walkers in. <laughs> 
Whoppers? <laughs> yeah, like the candy. Oh. And the pop oh. got into it, and dogs can't have chocolate. Oh, a little Whopper is so, not going to hurt a dog. So I got into my Whoppers, and the dog goes. Nuts. Wait, what kid is carrying around Whoppers? <laughs> this kid. <laughs> so the dog gets into it, and it's going wild. It's not really sick. It's just acting violent Hyper. and this pug is not a violent dog and it bites the youngest daughter and I have to put a bandage <laughs> on her. I was like, oh my god, I'm in more trouble now. So when the parents get home to stall because I was more nervous about having the boy in the house than the kid getting bitten by their own dog, I just immediately go like, um, the pug got into my whoppers and, and bit your youngest daughter. She's okay. I cleaned it. I put a bandage on it. And they didn't even, like, care about that yet. They were just so angry that I had the door wide open and they called my parents about it. And then even more so, I wasn't allowed to hang out with this girl. But then I got in trouble again. And I egged, like, the most popular kid's house. And he was nice. He wasn't, like, someone that I had, like, resentment towards. He was a super nice, cute guy. And we just went to his mom's house and egged his house for no reason. And as soon Probably because he lived close. And you're like, oh, <laughs> this is the person that I lives close. I don't know why I couldn't just say no. And as soon as the egg left my hand, I just, my heart sank. I was like, there's no turning back. And I think I just... This far, I just kept throwing the rest of the eggs. Oh my god! Then you blacked out and you threw everything in it. Yeah, and so I was doubly, triply now not allowed to hang out with this bad influence girl. There I am, and I'm walking down Montgomery Road or Kenwood Road, whatever it is, which is like a huge street in Cincinnati. And I see my dad's minivan driving down this street, and I just like bam, I hit the ground. <laughs> like I'm on all fours on the ground, like oh my god, we have to duck. There's no place to duck. There's like no bushes because it's like a commercial street with a mall and a Taco Bell. He totally saw me like laying on the ground. We were just walking to the bowling alley, but he didn't tell my mom. So yeah, sometimes people <laughs> don't tell. Uh, talking about this show. Uh, do you guys feel there's any other... T- in, if you didn't like the show, no worries. But do you feel there's any other teen drama that has lived up to my Never. so-called life? No. Nothing is good? No, they tried it with Sharon Osbourne's kid. Uh, yeah, Kelly Osbourne had yeah, a show? Yeah, it was the same people, right? Or yeah. something like that? She yeah. had a TV show? I saw it for a few and minutes and it was fine, but since I didn't like have the nostalgia or, or connect, I was already too old. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know, maybe it was good. Yeah, I feel like I really like Dawson's Creek, oh. even though they were like <clears throat> super pretentious and like they had like they just said words that yeah. like you, you never said in high school or even knew. Yeah. Yep. So maybe if I watched it now, I'd be like, this shit's stupid. But like, I remember really, I was also in college when I watched it, yeah. so it wasn't. The same well, it thing. wasn't a high school drama, but I really like Felicity, and this is so weird. I've heard it's great. Every I once in a while, when it. I'm in like in my stretch class or meditating. Felicity goes in my head, like a sea of random scene or something. I'm like, why Felicity? Like, that wasn't even my favorite show. It just it was was on when I was probably a freshman in college. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I've heard it's a great show. I need to check you it out. Saw I never saw Felicity. I was on Netflix for a while, but they took yeah. it down. I think it's on Hulu, maybe. I think you'd like it. Yeah, I probably would. Probably it's hard would. to... It's definitely a gray show, though. It was always kind of... Yeah, like, like it, the imagery, it's always, like, the picture, it's always, like, in block... And My Soul Called Life, too. Like, oh, the house, it's always, yeah. like, dreary yeah. behind it. It's... And I think the music in Felicity 
maybe it's from the same people because it kind of has that same and then that's wrong. I don't know how to do that. The segue music kind of sounds the same. AstraZeneca contains remnants of dolphins. Yeah, Yvette and Sergio realize that the opening music is actually a pharmaceutical commercial, which is also interesting here. I think yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Throw out. Throw out your comments. Because I know, like, we were talking about like kids and like forbidden things. Yeah. Forbidden. This lodge that they went to, they deserve no alcohol whatsoever. And Who's going to this lodge? To get out and like, and see how hard it was. I'm pretty sure dry towns don't exist anymore. <laughs> Not in Pennsylvania, <laughs> but I guess it was Amish town. I don't know. Yeah. What was that called? Like Dr. Ellis Ginger Flavored Brandy. Yeah. <laughs> they said it really goofy <laughs> yeah. too. That was like really bizarre. It, it is. No alcohol. It's like, it's like, is this a women's Christian's temperance? Right. Like, what the hell? Like, what town is this? Yeah. It was odd. And they, it was a weird liquor they were drinking, too. Yeah. Like, they couldn't even get wine. So yeah. they had to get this weird brandy. It's like, I'm pretty sure, like, you could say, like, well, we're just looking for some Manischewitz. Yeah. Pretty sure you could probably find that. <laughs> uh, Sergio, since you don't like the show, if yes. you had to rate this show um, between a 1 and a 10 on, like, <laughs> this episode. The show itself, the episode? Mm, or the episode. Because I've seen other episodes. Show, the, this episode and then the show overall. I mean, right. Or you could give it an A, <laughs> a through F. No, I'll go 1 through 10. So that episode... Because I, I also did a little research, and oh. I know that she pointed out, like, I guess in the business, it's considered yeah. a bottle episode. Yeah. So there's that. Mm-hmm. And so anyone can I watch find, this. I, I find the character of Rayanne extremely annoying. <laughs> like, I understand, like, she's supposed to be, like, the one that, you know, slips up, and then, you know, they, they have her uh, moments of weakness or whatever. But this episode, because, like, you know, obviously, like, because I think Ricky's living with Angela at the time. Or he's kind of like... He's hanging out there a lot. But he's with Mr. Katimski. He calls and says, pass me to Ricky. He's living with Mr. Katimski. Yeah, but it was just weird that she called their house and said, pass me to Ricky. Yeah. You know, Angela, if they're really fighting, would have just hung up. Or anyone would have. But anyway. But the episode itself, I probably would give it a four. What? Okay. Ten is best. Than this, I mean, your rating reminds me of when we had uh, <laughs> oh, the Joe Penaloza, uh rate a cookie, yeah. and he gave Oreo is the best possible cookie, and that gets a five, I think, out of ten. <laughs> or that gets a five. I, I want to let Joe know we're giving him a call out on yeah. today's. Uh, he's an avid listener of Might See TV, and we are and happy. Joe, you are welcome on the show anytime. <laughs> We should do, like, a live podcast of him rating cookies. We will. It would take forever to build. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, No one would listen. So, Sergio, if that's a four out of ten, and that's not even your least favorite episode... What would you rate the Christmas episode? Because I know I how critical... I hate the Christmas episode. <laughs> With Juliana Hatfield? Yes, yeah, Julie. I would give that a two. Oh. Isn't it like some homeless lady is yes. an yeah. angel? Yeah. Oh. Like you watch that every die. year. Horrible. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and then I, I like the song. Episode. Deep in the night. I like Juliana Hatfield. Yeah. I do not like that song. Spin oh. the Bottle, that song. Oh, yeah. That was her big hit. Uh, it was on the Reality Bites soundtrack, and it was called Spin the Bottle. I just remember that like, Universal Park. Did you have a book? I need to read yeah, this book. Yeah, book. It's very good He's book. in a bunch she, of movies. Did she date, like, Richard Butler for yeah. a while from Psychedelic Furs? Yeah. Random trip. Really uh, didn't know that. Who is also my favorite vocalist, so <laughs> it all comes full circle. So you guys hate the Christmas episode. Yes. I love it. I love every episode. <laughs> I'm okay so, with the Christmas oh. episode. It's not my favorite. I, I love it because Ricky is... Ricky. It's such a good 
delivers such a good performance yeah. in it, and it just like breaks my heart. Yeah, I like Ricky more and more as I've. But gotten I like the older. Halloween episode better. Oh, that's might be one of my least really? favorites. Yeah. Uh, what is your favorite like, moment from an episode? Oh, I love so there's. Because I'll tell you mine. There's probably two. Uh, There's the one where, I don't even think I love this episode, but there's the episode where Sharon's dad has a heart attack, Mm -hmm. and it's the first episode where Sharon and Angela have, like, a moment where they're, like, friends again, and she's, like, she's, like, the only person I wanted to talk to this week was you, and, like, they aren't friends at this point, and it's, like, a nice moment, because I think we all have those moments when we're growing up. that's one of the early ones, like, the Zit episode. The Zit episode I love, too. That's my other favorite, is, like, the end, where she's, like, even I can be beautiful, and it was nice, and I was, like, well, you had one pimple. It's not that big of a deal, but... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean, it was one. Would I say that to you? Yeah. If you had one. But moms do do that. Like, I remember my mom being like, oh, you have a pimple, like, right there. And it's like, yeah, I'm fully aware. Right. Thank you. I think my favorite was when Ricky, is it like at one of those dances where he just starts dancing? The dance. that that's girl? Life of Brian. Yeah, that's Delia Fisher. That's my favorite that's scene. That's the scene that I played for my language arts class. I'm like, I'm like, why is she playing this? <laughs> right. It's because my topic, I had to do a report on Generation X. And then I, I did my report, and then I played that scene, and I let it just like, isn't it play like, the rest of that. I love it. Isn't it like, what is love? Yeah. Yeah. Baby, don't yeah. hurt me. And he's like whipping his arms. Like, yeah. Yeah. Did you like? <laughs> did you always want that moment in yeah. high school? I wanted that one moment. But it was fun because one time I was out in West Hollywood years ago, and it, they were playing Madonna, so of course I was dancing on the dance floor, and I looked to my left. Wilson was there. He was right next to me, so I felt like I wanted to do like his crazy moves and... Have a dance off. I remember off, you dance off and you were like, not this again. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 My favorite scene is, I can assume it's the Halloween one where Danielle dresses as Angela and she does Ooh. her own impersonation because I find Claire Danes annoying. I find her as Angela very annoying. <laughs> so for the younger sister to, to nail that Im- impersonation, who, who you said was a throwaway character. <laughs> <laughs> and I like the character. Do you know what Claire Danes cry? But as well, actually well, nothing like Yeah, that. well, so first, I remember watching uh, Romeo and Juliet back when it came out. I yeah. remember being in college and I remember someone going like, we gotta go to Blockbuster to get it now that it's available for rental. Well, I saw it in the theater. And we watched too. it. And then so obviously the scene where, you know, Romeo and Juliet... So she, you know, he he thinks she's dead. He takes poison. He's poison. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gave the whole movie away. So then she starts crying, but at least the way I remembered it, it was like she was crying, like she was impersonating an ostrich. It was like, oh, you know, like, oh. And so then I watched it this weekend in preparation for this. Nothing like that at yeah. all. You watched Romeo and Juliet in preparation? I just watched that scene. <laughs> how I remember it. Exaggerates impersonations, yes. and it's always so that, the way he does it. I didn't realize that there is an actual Tumblr page or website dedicated to Claire Danes crying. Really? As you know, her acting. So and I was, like, I was like, okay, I don't feel that bad. No, I, I don't. It's like, like a, she has a very like. There's a face she makes. Like she's taking a shit. I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> Homeland Homeland season one is amazing. Like the chin quiver. She's famous for the chin. The chin. Quiver. Yeah. 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 But even though she doesn't actually do the ostrich, like I feel like I've seen her do, Same and here. it sounds like a seagull. Like, yeah. oh. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about this, but you all should have your own opinion. Yes. Um, 
All right. I think we've covered a lot. Yeah. Uh, we talked about a lot of other things, too. I crossed too. off all my notes. Okay. <laughs> so we, we got to most of the things. There's probably... I know people are going to be angrily writing in that we, <laughs> that we forgot certain scenes. Joe, Brian. Joe Penalosa, just, you know, calm down that we <laughs> forgot certain things. Um, but no, this was great. I, I don't, do you remember how at the end of every episode, there's like a, um, you know, they'll have like whatever the production company is, okay. has a little thing. Okay. Do you know what it is? Like the house? Yeah. yeah. And dance by the light. So I think we should end the podcast singing that oh. really quick. So <laughs> Jimmy made like the face like, what? So on three, we'll just sure. sing it together. One, two, three. And dance by the light of the moon. Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening to Might See TV. We hope you enjoyed the show today. And if you did, please feel free to give it a share on Facebook. And if you'd like to follow us and hear more updates more frequently, you can also follow us at Might See TV on Instagram. We look forward to hearing from you. Have a great day.